of story do we have today? Biography or mystery, a fairy tale or fable? What is the genre of our book today? Fiction or non-fiction, tell me, do you think you're able to guess from the title or the cover illustration? Is this a book of poems or a book of information? Tell me what sort of story do we have today? Look what is the genre of our book. Hello, and welcome back to Redemptive Tales. My name is Elsa Baumgartner. I have been working on editing and producing Redemptive Tales and having a great time doing it. So last week we listened to the first two Timothy Tom stories. Would you like to listen to more today? I thought you would. Timothy Tom and Noodle. Timothy Tom had a jolly mom. His brother was jolly too, but his poor little poodle, whose name was Noodle, had nothing jolly to do. Timothy Tom would read him stories and fix him ants on a log, but Noodle did not seem to care one bit because he was a dog. He would not play with the red race cars. He would not hammer a nail. He didn't like luminous stick-on stars because they would stick to his tail. He would not practice gluing with glitter or finger paint on the floor. So day after day after unjolly day, poor Noodle would sleep by the door. I believe Noodle is slightly depressed, said Timothy Tom to his mother. He needs some sort of exciting project, said Timothy Tom to his brother. He would probably like to have an adventure. Perhaps he would like to explore. Perhaps, said his mother, you'd be so kind as to get up and open the door. Timothy Tom obeyed his mom. He opened the door so wide that Noodle and Mac, his little brother, and Timothy tumbled outside. They rolled in the grass. They wagged their tails. They hid in the hedges of holly. And never, no, never, no, never before had Noodle seemed so jolly. Perhaps, said Timothy Tom that night, when his jolly mom had turned out the light and he had put on his flannel pajamas, whose pockets were monogrammed Timothy Thomas, and they had prayed and said, Amen. Tomorrow I'll take Noodle out again. Do you know how to make ants on a log for a yummy snack? You just spread some peanut butter or cream cheese on a piece of celery and stick some raisins on top to look like ants marching along on a log. Mmm. But, of course, that's just a snack for people. Dogs shouldn't eat people's snacks. And, of course, you already know that dogs can't read stories or finger paint or glue with glitter, or play with race cars. God made animals different from people. Pets need people to feed them and clean them and to make sure they get exercise, like Noodle. And God wants people to make sure they take good care of his creatures. Can you learn this Bible verse that tells us to take care of our pets? A righteous man cares for the needs of his animals. That's Proverbs 12, verse 10. Let's say it again. 
A righteous man cares for the needs of his animals. Can you take care of his animals too, just like Timothy Tom? Timothy Tom and the Field Trip The burrowing bivalve brachiopod beneath the pterodactyl did not interest Timothy Tom that day. He was after something tactile, something wiggly, like an octopus, not dead old dried-up bones like pterodactyl brachiopods that had turned themselves into stones. He was very, very, very bored in this part of the museum. He was certain there must be more interesting rooms, and he desperately wanted to see them. So Timothy Tom gently tugged on his mom, but she was quite distracted. So he patiently stood, and he stood, and he stood, till he thought he was pterodacted. Then he made up a story. He hummed seven hums. He jiggled his feet. He twiddled his thumbs. He stood, and he stood, and he patiently stood, till he thought he had turned into petrified wood. Enough is enough, he suddenly said. I am tired of looking at things that are dead. He picked up his feet and untwiddled his thumbs. He set off in search of some dragons or drums or something that wiggled or something that roared or something that would not make him feel so bored. He wandered around the museum until he had seen every room. He had gotten his fill of the world's biggest diamond, its smallest machine, its ancientest pots of its ancientest queen. To be perfectly honest, he still hadn't found any dragons or octopi wiggling around. But he had discovered, much to his dismay, that somehow or other, He'd lost his way. Somewhere in this building was Timothy Tom. Somewhere else in this building was Timothy's mom. He could not get back to that burrowing thing that was under the pterodactyl's left wing. He began to feel worried. He rubbed his eyes. He began to feel that he might have been unwise. I'm a little bit lost, he whispered to God. Could you please help me find that old brachiopod? Before he could sniffle, poor Timothy Tom was wrapped in a hug from his wonderful mom. Oh, there you are. I've been looking for you. Come on, it's time for us to go to the zoo. And away they went without any fuss to find a dragon or octopus. Poor Timothy Tom. He really got tired of being patient, didn't he? But when he wandered away from his mother, he got lost. Has that ever happened to you? Remember, God always knows just exactly where you are, and he can take care of you until you find your mom or dad again. Timothy Tom knew a Bible verse that really came in handy that day. Would you like to learn it too? If he were here, I think he would teach it to you. It says, When I am afraid, I will trust in 
you. That's Psalm 56, verse 3. Do you want to say it with me? When I am afraid, I will trust in you. And in the Bible, it has a big capital Y for that word, you, because that you is God. So next time you're worried about something, tell God all about it. Ask him to help you. He always will. Sort of story do we have today? Look what is the genre of our book.